Hey everyone, this is Nathan. Um, just want to get in here real quick before we start today's episode. This is part one of two uh, with our buddy Kevin. Um, it's a lot, so I figured it'd be better to digest this in two episodes rather than one long one. So you'll listen to part one today, and next week will be part two, talk about our first tour. Anyway, thank you again for listening, and here it is, our new episode talking about our very first tour. Thanks again. This episode is brought to you by Mountain Dew Hard. That's right. Hard. No, we said that last time. <laughs> well, this episode's also brought to you. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Welcome to Buster to Catch Your Packet. I'm Nathan. I'm Doug. And uh, we have a guest host today. Yes. His name is... <laughs> just, just, just say it. Building suspense. Oh. oh. Kevin. <laughs> Yo, Kevin, this is Jeremy. <laughs> well, my favorite memory of like Kevin when we first started hanging out. His um, his favorite band was the Day to Remember, and like we like there was this whole thing we were trying to bring him bring them up to Alaska. Bro, and, I had a fucking petition, brother. <laughs> who was who was it that talked to him at some fest? Dude, that was Fat Guy. It was Fat Guy. Yeah, the, the we, fucking MVP. We have a we have a sound clip of Jeremy from a Day to Remember going, "Yo, Kevin, this is Jeremy." From Dude, if you have that, you should give it to me. So I, I oh. might have it somewhere. Yeah, if you have, I'll, 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 I'll put it out here. It was my text tone, and so there was like one day where like I was getting a bunch of texts, and just kept going, "Yo, Kevin, yo, Kevin, yo, Kevin." <laughs> it was the, like three in the fucking yeah. morning. It, it was the only thing that kept him to go, go to sleep at That's night. Right. Yes, the, the joy yes. on this man's yes. face. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My pee pee's hard. <laughs> <laughs> today, what are we doing today? We're talking about our ill fated first tour ever. Very first nationwide, cross country, North American, all around the world tour. So, where we left off, we had just played the Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. We finished 2012. You know, we played around, played some shows. Nothing too significant happened that we don't, that we can't really get into at this time. Mm-hmm. We'll go back into. But at the end of 2012, 2013, we're like, you know what? We've done so much now. I feel like at that time, we're also a pretty big... I say pretty big. <laughs> we're the physically, biggest band. physically, they were large. Yeah. 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 But, like, you know, we were like a... Kevin, you can attest to this. Like, we were like a local, like... Like, people knew about us. Like Spit it out, man. <laughs> what, what was our celebrity status at the end of 2012, beginning of 2013? I mean, you guys could play a show, and there would be, you know... There'd be more than 50 people. Which you know, is pretty good. By, yeah, lo- like, you know... <sighs> By local all ages standards, that's pretty good. Yeah, you know, because yeah. it could be hit or miss. Like when I first started going to shows, like downstairs would be packed every single weekend, and then it kind of declined over time, mm-hmm. and then it kind of went back up again over time. Mm-hmm. When it was like you guys and Radiant Timber and like Harlequin State all started being like bands and shit. That was a really fruitful time, I think, for our for the Anchorage scene. Yes, you know, it was well, a, a yeah. new genesis. We were will. certainly riding the wave. The wave, you know. Oh, we're like okay let's do it we're gonna go on tour um i don't know where wh- why we had this crazy idea but we're like let's uh let's do it with another band <laughs> yeah with another alaska band oh they were they were another band they were our friends but unfortunately they were a metalcore band <laughs> <laughs> so there's another band we became friends with over the years in the scene they're called the harlequin stay at the time Buddies at the time, Josh, still a good friend of ours. Um, Alberto, still a good friend of ours. 
who else was in that band? Argel. Argel. The greatest guitar player ever known to Ryan. man. Earth. Kyle, who is happily married. Sweet man. And Thomas, who I think lives in Japan now. Yeah. Eric and Alberto just saw, uh, hung out with him for like a yeah. week in Japan. His, his, uh, his wife actually just came out with a manga where in the manga it's about her going on adventures with Thomas in Anchorage. It's very Are you cute. serious? That's cool. Like they go to Kaladi Brothers in the manga. It's, it's very cute. That's I want to see that. Cute. That's very cool. So you're know, like, why not? Like, I think my idea at the time was like, oh, it'd be two Alaska bands. Everybody would want to see two that's bands like, from Alaska. That was like the selling point, right? <laughs> if you build it, they will come. <laughs> and then making this, this unfortunate realization that no one gives a shit. Right. <laughs> Oh man, did, did, did nobody give a shit, dude? Oh my god! I also remember too, like prior to planning this, we actually had planned a tour. I think we mentioned a few episodes back in like 2011 or something like that. We were planning our tour, but obviously it didn't pan out because Justin leaving the band and everything. Mm-hmm. So stuff happened. Stuff happens. We're now on 23. Now we're finally gonna fucking plan this fucking thing. And, and um, plan it, we did. And we did. I would. How much time do you think the preparation took for that? I think we started. We started at the like. Maybe probably the night that everybody came over from both bands to the to the garage and we kind of discussed things. Yeah, it's probably that like that like cr- close to that. So yeah. Also, I remember one catalyst that made us like like Melly's me make you want to do this was Thera. Uh, Thera, they're another band from Alaska, one of the biggest local bands there at the time. Like, oh man, if they can do it, Why we, can, we, do we it? Yeah. can do it too. And I think another band witnessed the end of toured yeah. out of Alaska a couple times and was like, Why the fuck not? It makes sense. So the planning was before Third Week 13. Okay, yeah. So at the end of 2012, we started planning this tour and then commenced it June the following year. Yeah. June, yeah, June 1st. Okay. Got it. June 1st. <laughs> wow, so June 1st. Yeah. What were we thinking? That was another thing too. We, we, we planned, how many, can you count how many were there? How many days? How many, there were I mean, 10 shows. One, two, was, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, 11. And le- 11, and one of them was an acoustic show. And two of them and were we in left, Alaska. And the first date was June 1st. <laughs> and the last show was June 29th. So we were gone for an entire month and played 11 shows. <laughs> um, Is that one, considered a tour or being stupid? I, well, <laughs> poor Canillo's dose, brother. <laughs> It's crazy how far back we planned this, and this is as far as that. There were, there were a couple shows where there were like, yeah, four days in between. So planning this thing, one thing I will, I don't know if credit is is given, or at least something that I hate doing in this band is, <laughs> I'm sure anybody who's in a band or any kind of thing that has to take lead, I don't, I hate the part of being a band where you have to organize, yeah. send the emails, communicate make agreements over all that stuff. I hate doing that Like part. the logistical. Yeah. People don't understand that when you join a band, like, oh yeah, it's all music and playing playing all this crap, but they don't get to the part where it's like, oh, the actual part of actually trying setting to, shit up. Setting shit up is a pain Making in the sure ass. Making sure you don't get fucked. So our singer at the time was actually pretty good at that, and so he t- took care of a lot of that crap. It's the only thing he was good at. Yeah. Really? So 
It was one of those things, too, where I really was... I don't know about how you remember at the time. Like, I don't remember much of the planning at that time. I, I showed up to, like, most of the meetings we had every week to kind of discuss where we're at. Just for a lot of was like, how are the dates going? Oh, they're going all right. Every week. And I was like, cool. Cool. Thumbs up. Thomas may have handled some of it, too. That's Yeah. I have a vague feeling also Kyle. Yeah, probably. Kevin, did you book any dates? Nope. Very good. I had no clue how to do any of that shit. <laughs> nope. So, yeah. So, we made the decision. We're going to take a, two bands that no one's ever heard of from Alaska. One who plays pop punk, and the other plays metalcore. We're going to pile them up in a giant tour package, and we're going to, you know, let's do it. We're going to, we're going to, why gonna, not? Yeah, fuck it. Two are better than one, right? Yeah, it was, I first was, of all, that is a logistical nightmare. Yeah. For, to try to book that kind of package to anybody. Hey, yo. <laughs> yo. We're two, we're a fucking, it's a mixed bill tour. <laughs> like nobody, for the, nobody that anybody knows from Alaska. Hard sell. Yeah. God. <laughs> I remember too, there were a couple of shows too going down the line where it was, where they were just like, I know how to book you guys, but I don't, I'm not sure how to book right. the Harlequin State. And or the, the other way around. Or the vice yeah. versa. So it was just like, <laughs> what we thought was a great idea in the bigger picture just a, te- just a terrible logistical nightmare for everyone yeah, yeah. else. Not that Because well, in Alaska, mixed genre shows are so easy. Like, they happen all the time. They almost have to happen. Yeah. You know, because like, that's just what we have. Yeah. So we were like, yeah, we didn't realize how, we- I guess maybe how weird it was to people in the lower 48, yeah. you know? So, and also we decided to bring our best friend to do merch. And that's why Kevin is here today. Hello. Kevin Tyler Cohn. Okay. Depending on who you ask. That's right. If that, is, if that is your real name. <laughs> Not my government name. So, Kevin, tell Hello. us about how you got to our... I Okay, first of all, let me get this out of the way real quick. I've always considered Kevin a part of the band, even though Kevin he does, the, he does, Kevin, no, he does no, no part of the musical aspect. Kevin is but the fifth just, member of the band. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, back when I worked at the Fred Meyer back in Anchorage, I would be working as a cashier. People would come through my line, and they'd be like, the, the kid with the parent or whatever, and they'd be like, Oh my God! Aren't you the guy from Noise Brigade? <laughs> and I just like, yeah. That's me, I'm like, I don't know if they ever thought I was Doug or they just saw I was like in the band. Yeah, you you basically are now at this point because like he has all of our social media logins. <laughs> right. It's like it's like he'll post for us on social media sometimes. For better or for worse? Yeah. yeah. Well, on the last two tours, he came and did merch, and we pro- quote promoted him. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Being a tour manager. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Recognize. And my tour badger, I paid him to be the guy to go and handle the crap that I didn't want yeah. to do. <laughs> Which I guess that's what a tour badger is. Sure, I guess yeah. is the aspect. And then if he's we could get the middle man, you know, yeah, he's the middle man. Everybody, is, everybody has I, yeah. their other role, right? Like mine was, mine was just sit and be anxious in the van before a show. And Kevin, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying yes. <laughs> but yeah, so God, how when did you first start hanging out with us? So the first time we ever hung out was. Summer of 2011. Yes, sir. School just got out. I went to go to my friend's birthday at Kincaid Park. You guys were coming to pick me up that day to take me out to the dungeon. That's right. So I biked all the way back. I got back home right when you guys pulled up, put my shit away, grabbed my shit, got in the car, and we drove out to Eagle River, blasted a day to remember with, I think it was us, Calvin, Calvin I think Justin might have been there. Oh, I think I forget. Maybe. Someone else. I think yeah. Justin might have been there too. Yeah. And then we all. And ever since that, he's he's never left our yeah, side because it initiated because we all like kind of knew each other <laughs> from, from, from Facebook and like being at shows and shit. And I had this stupid bit I would do at all your guys' shows 
where I'd be like, play Party in the USA, because that was like the big song at the time. Oh, that's right. This is, yeah. And then finally, there was one show where Doug was like, this song's for Kevin, and you guys started playing Party in the USA. Yeah. And it was that night at that show, you're like, yeah, you should come hang out at our fucking practice space. And I wanted to be your friend, so, but did, what did you think when we actually played it? Like, what was your... Dude, I shit my pants. <laughs> I would have smelt that. <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> oh, I smelt it. My favorite piece of me and Kevin lore is the show that we met at. So you guys got to understand. Back in the day, we didn't get cool bands that like they get like we get in Alaska now. Like back then, it was always like fucking big radio bands or like, you know, the big the big like mid-level metalcore bands that would come up and sell out like the Egan Center and stuff. So you go you went to every, like pretty much every show even if you weren't like super into the band. So Basically, what I'm trying to say is, me and Kevin met at a Five Finger Death Punch show. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was there in the good album though? Right? Uh, yeah, no? it was, I think it was after their second album came out, oh, so okay. they were still like kind of. I right. guess. What, what do what do we think is the good album? It was. Don't say it. Okay. I want people to have the have the have the have the wonder. You know. Yeah. I think this is before <laughs> this is before they like had. Um, Main thing I remember from that show it, you know I mean? was the fucking singer kept asking girls to get on the dude's shoulders and show him their tits. Are you serious? That sucks. He did that like multiple times throughout the set. Five finger death butt. Am I right? right. <laughs> I remember when I remember at the show there was this one dude that was like walking around in the in the halls and stuff and then I saw him outside afterwards and he was he kept going Death Punch <laughs> And I would I would hear like fucking a hundred feet away Death Punch all night long. Dude what are you doing? God we all know what show it is. We're all here. My lore with Kevin goes deeper. He used to come. He used to attend some of the shows I was in with jokes on you. What do you What do you think of jokes on you back in the day in 2007? You know, I give you a lot of crap, but honestly, it was it was mid. <laughs> That's not I, bad. I used to say we much worse than that. Yeah, <laughs> it was mid. I it was, was just solid. It. Okay. Yeah, you know. Actually, worse. I think I had a couple pictures that you took from some shows that I used as my display picture on Facebook. Probably did. A lot of people did. At MySpace, but I'd never met you until you started hanging out with us at Noise Free Case. Fine. That's a lot. I always just so take pictures I of my shitty little Nikon. <laughs> so I apologize if I never gave you credit for that. That's right. Where's my resi- residuals? It's in, the, it's in the mail. Okay. Hey, I'm, I am the mail. Oh, so the words of the residuals? It's in me. Yeah, fax it. Hmm. Who's getting fax machines? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> And so how do you expect, what is it, 11 plus people to fucking... Who are all like 18 years old or like... I think right one of us were... was You were 21? I was 21 at the time. I, I think, think I was the oldest. Oh, yeah. I think, I think Thomas I was the might have been time. 21, too. Yeah. No, maybe. I don't know. I but like, we were all very But 21 young. and younger. Like, yeah. That's like, what do you, yeah. how do you expect these people... How do you expect 10 plus people to, to get all this money? You start a... Kickstarter! Yeah! I forgot about this. What do you think about Kickstarters? Um, I think they can be used for good. Um, Do you think it's good for a band to use as a touring fund thing? Fuck no. (laughs) Hey, uh, listen, give us money so we can go on tour. Straight up, Because we don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) The majority of us don't have jobs. So if you don't know what Kickstarter... You should know what Kickstarter is. If you don't know what Kickstarter is, it's just a funding platform on on the internet where um, you start your cause... 
and say, I'm going to make the world's largest cheeseburger. And then you have incentives where, like, give me $5 and you get a, get to put a piece of cheese on the cheeseburger. <laughs> give me $30. We'll send you a part of the cheeseburger. And it just keeps going around send and you, you have a goal. Yeah. Where if they finally make the goal of, like, $10 million, then the biggest cheeseburger will be made. Yeah. And I think I think it was... Unfortunately, the cheeseburger in this was to get two crappy bands from Alaska <laughs> to what's ghost. I think the, uh, the the thing was, too, is... I might be wrong about this, but if you didn't, if you didn't meet the goal, you didn't get That's any right, money. That's right, yeah. 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 Whereas, like, if you have, like, like GoFundMe now, is like, it's just... There is a goal, but you can still just... Just, just cash out donate, yeah. yeah. I don't think they had GoFundMe back in the day. I, yeah, this is like the proto thing. I feel like using a GoFundMe to go on tour it sounds kind of unethical to me. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I feel well. Maybe the whole Kickstarter ask the whole way we went about it for the Kickstarter. I feel is unethical. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and it, I, but like we didn't think about it. Like yeah. the ethics of it. I think because I saw Thera at the time do that, so oh, I thought yeah. that was a good idea. So maybe yeah, maybe because it was just so new, it didn't feel that way. But yeah. definitely now, if you're to do something like kind of crowdfunding to do a quote tour, mm-hmm. maybe not the not maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that comes off as being lazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't know. Oh, like uh, you said, Kickstarter was new at the time, so it's like no one really knew what like yeah. the sure, yeah, the, you know, the line was. Yeah. yeah. Well, where are you? Okay, if you saw a band, Kevin, right now for Kickstarter for a tour, what would you think? It feels like a really small band. I'd probably give it a pass, but it's like any band that has like a thousand or more like followers or something. It's like, come on, sell some shirts. Yeah. <laughs> get a job. <laughs> yeah, get a job. <laughs> And jobs were not very... Were you still working at... Uh, Doug, you are still working at the... Uh, I was working at the Alaska Club, which still, is a okay. gym. Um, and... Oh, actually, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about this. Um, I forgot to tell my job that I was leaving for a month. So the day before we left on tour, when I clocked out, I put a note on my boss's door. Hey, I'm leaving for a month. I'll be back in July or whatever. <laughs> Later? Yeah. Did you get and fired? Then, uh, fuck yeah, I got fired. Oh, um, but I, I had an interview um, at the gas station across the street. Oh, okay. Um, before that, just in case. So I was like, hey. Well, and, uh, during the interview, I was like, I'm going to be gone for a month. But, like, I can start in July and shit. So I did. Oh, okay. Right on. That's so fun. I forgot about that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thinking that they would still keep you around. Dude, I I'll was, be back on j- July 1st. I was one of the worst employees ever. Because my dad got me that job. <laughs> Nepotism. Um, <laughs> fuck. Um. And what I all I did was I worked from six a.m. to nine a.m. and I was going to school at the same time. Um, in the winter, I was, but I would show up, be so tired, so tired, and I would like, <laughs> I would like make a bunch of coffee and like eat, like char- like you could like charge to your um, to your like account, I guess, and we could take it out of your paycheck. I would like charge a fucking hot pocket and like drink coffee and just sit in the break room for three hours <laughs> and that was it <laughs> and clean up old man sweat basically yeah that's what's up that's job was kind of cool actually that's not that bad actually kind of chill yeah uh what else do i remember i also remember we had to get uh passport cards if you don't oh know, my god yeah. yeah if you don't if for those of you that uh, don't know how the world works um alaska <laughs> and the united states are separated by this giant country called canada <laughs> Ever heard of it? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, to go through it, you need a passport or a passport card. So I remember that was kind of a bitch to have to get everybody to do that. Yeah. Mine just expired. <laughs> I Mine got stolen. Sad. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, Sad. not stolen. I left my wallet like some. I lost something again. once. <laughs> my identity. <laughs> because that was like 50 or 60 bucks at the time. Yeah. For, for something. So. And I think we, we should have done it way earlier. 
I remember it being very last minute. Yeah, we had to like expedite it, like pay extra. Yeah, and um, which I, when I told everybody, I was like, "All right, you guys," or like, I, remember, I feel like maybe, I could be wrong, but I have a vague memory of like it being February or something. Like, all right, guys, we need to get the passport things this month. Yeah, and, and every like, week oh, I would check yeah. on. Yeah, I got it. And then it just took fucking I, forever. I remember. Yeah, I waited till like the last minute to get mine because that's just how I was back then. And um, I also remember for I can't remember if it was you or somebody, but somebody had a problem getting the picture right. That's probably me. No, we're, we're, I don't. I have a vague memory. We went to Walmart to get our photo, our passport photos taken. Yes, and um, they took the picture, and we went to the fucking post office, and they're like, "Uh, the, the, you can't use this. Got to try it again." Went back to Walmart, tried it again, came back, and they're like, uh, "Still not good." And Do you then, remember what was wrong about it? I think there's just something. About oh, our, it was the hair. It was something, yeah, hair yeah. or face. Something about. I remember. They went back to the post office and I'm like, if you want, we could. Then after this third or time or something, like, if you guys want, we could just take the picture here. Like, <laughs> Why'd you say that would've the been, second time? Would have been fucking nice to know. <laughs> yeah, and I remember uh, I, I couldn't get a full passport because that would have taken too long. So I got. I a don't passport. think anybody. I never. I didn't recommend the passport for anybody. Yeah. I, I was recommending the cards because the the passport card just lets you drive through Canada and Mexico. Yeah, it was cheaper and quicker. Yeah, yeah, cheaper and quicker. And you got the cool little card. Yeah. Yeah. Which I still have. So yeah, that was that sucked. Yeah. Actually, I think mine just expired too because it was ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So yeah, so we start this Kickstarter to raise money. Hopefully all our fans all over the world will help us achieve this goal, right? All right, so we just took a little break to watch this watch this tour video that we posted for our Kickstarter. It's actually kind of interesting. Like, I haven't seen this in years. I didn't know it was posted. Yeah. A lot of old videos lost the time in there. Yeah. Actually, some pretty funny jokes in there, too. We didn't actually say anything when it was for to like halfway the video. Yeah, when people already were fucking over it. Like, yeah, whatever. Fuck these guys. <laughs> all right, Kickstarter. So here's the story. Alaska has always been a state full of unrecognized talent. True or false? True. Can I say it's true? I think they're starting to get more recognition now. <laughs> Pop Punk Band, Orange Brigade, and Post Metalcore Band, the Harlequin State. Post Metal. <laughs> post Slash Metal. Okay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> As well, I fucked up. The band, the Harlequin State, are, are well informed that branching out of their home state will not only be challenging, but also extremely rewarding. Was it though? <laughs> I'd well, say we, you know, the shows may not have been good, but you know, I'd say we learned something about ourselves. Oh, we definitely learned something. It was about the friends something. we made. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Tissues. Both bands have been very active in the local music scene for more than a couple years, taking taking their claim within the underage scene, playing shows wherever and whenever available. In addition to opening for well-known national acts, including Papa Roach, yes, sir, Silverstein. Both of our bands have opened for Silverstein. <laughs> I remember uh, that's true. I remember for the Silverstein show that Harlequin State played, um, uh, Rachel bought me a ticket and I lost it. <laughs> so you didn't go to the show. No, I, went, I, went, I think I had to like buy another one. Oh, I felt really yeah. bad about that. Uh, Sublime with Rome, Dance Gavin Dance, and Sick Puppies. Many more. Torg has always been a dream that both bands wish to be able to achieve someday. You know, dream it was achieved. And they are confident now it's time to make it happen. The tour will be taking place along the West Coast, spanning a little over a month. It starts at Anchorage, Alaska, and the bands will be making their way through Canada, Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Arizona, and Fuck New Mexico. Arizona. What? Too hot. Dude, <laughs> oh, man. It's all right. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, I've been working on this trip for almost a year, planning, calling, emailing, and, of course, raising necessary funds needed in order to make this possible. Risk and challenges. Getting to the lower 48 is a big one. I sure hope so. <laughs> I got we sit lower 48. No one else knows Nobody that knows unless you're in Alaska. 
<laughs> All of our backers are going to be from Alaska anyway. Yeah. Coming from Alaska, you can bet gas is more likely going to be the most expensive part of the trip, and we don't want to end up stranded in the middle of nowhere with no clue what to do. <laughs> sure. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, we were... <laughs> that happened anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's... Being very... <laughs> so funny. Everything that we said we were going to... We were trying to avoid this. Oh, all happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just proves the money doesn't solve everything. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Being very much unknown to Lower 48, most, if not all, shows are pretty much exposure. We won't be expecting to get paid much throughout this tour, and if we do, it'll be for either food, a place to stay the night, or gas to make it to the next day. Not wrong. Not wrong. I don't think we got paid at all, most for any of these shows, really. <laughs> we'll be taking two vans for this trip. That was a lie. We took two vans and a car. That's right. right. <laughs> Having them looked at, tuned up, ready to go. <laughs> Please pay for us to get our fucking oil changed. Well, it's funny I read that, getting tuned up. What, what happened to us is funny. Oh, yeah, dude. We got a whole week. You, you got to get into this whole thing with the van, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. My flat tires, broken headlights, blown fuses, just a few obstacles. Oh, my God. <laughs> More to come. What a bunch of mooches. I know, dude. What the fuck were As we As previously stated, most of the money needed is raised, but we still need a little help with, emergencies part, with the emergencies part, as we'll be taking a month off work, some of us even quitting our jobs. Like me. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> with, with quitting comes the hard fact with no medical insurance or any of the source of income while we're on the road. God, what a bunch of losers. What does medical insurance have to do with it? <laughs> Yo, I almost died, though. So You and Nathan. Uh, yeah, that's right. Let's get to this real quick. I forgot. Okay, so prior to this tour, we also got our first van. It was a 1969 Bronco. No, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a 1989 like like E150. It was a cargo van. Um, Doug's, I think, did you buy it with your own money? Your dad helped you pay for it. I, I paid for it. Uh, with some like I think saved up dividend money I had it was like like nine hundred dollars yeah it was all, less than a thousand dollars not like so it was a cargo van you know for it was like an old painting van yeah so we what we had to do we had to sh- pretty much strip the inside back we found like an old like bench from a junkyard an old a reclining seat from a junkyard we put our own carpet in it. We cleaned it up all night. This is all you and Luke that did this, Yeah, right? me and yeah. Luke and my buddy uh, Dylan helped me with that project. And actually, I kind of... <laughs> I think that's why I missed that van so much. Because you guys... It had, it, had, it had some charm. It did. Though it, it had no AC. <laughs> Fuck no. It, it had no radio. <laughs> but it had that sweet chair in the back that Those was facing things. the opposite way. <laughs> awesome. So, so it had the reclining... Yeah, the reclining Yeah, but chair. it faced out, so you just had to look... You were facing away from everybody. So yeah. you, you, were, no, you, you were facing on the side, so you couldn't even lead... You couldn't even lead back because yeah, it hit yeah. the wall. <laughs> Not the greatest idea. <laughs> Watched a lot of good anime in that chair. I'll tell you what. Honestly, it was kind of comfy the way we had it. It set was, up. and we had like nice fur carpet. We put like a fur carpet shag yeah, rug in the like, back. The the bench was like not like how you would traditionally put a bench in a van. It's it was on like the, the side wall, so it was there was a big open space like pit in the middle. Yeah, and, and there were, was like a cooler taped in the like the, where the center console. We'll get to that be. part. I'll I, get to I that. have a story about that. I do too. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what else? We had to buy we had to buy seatbelts, which we got from a junkyard. But everything we got from a junk from a junkyard, we just made this van ours. And I DIY as fuck. Yeah, it was it was very cool. Another thing about Luke is that he's so well, we we we've gotten it how smart he is, but he like he's so like intuitive with building stuff, and so he like I'm pretty sure he like saw this and was like, okay, I know everything I need to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he he was he just he was just on it. Yeah, and like I said, our, my buddy Dylan at the time helped with like actually like putting holes in the bottom and lining everything up so that it stayed, though the seats were like legally not moving or like in right. a way to where 
So that helped out a bunch. But I, I do miss that van. That van was pretty fucking. I rad. miss the times. Um, that, it was a cool van, you know. Like it had its problems, but we made we really made it work for yeah. what, it, what we needed it to. Yeah. So that was our first van. So, like I said, our Kickstarter. The Wana Bango. The Wana. Yeah, that was the Wana. That's what we called it. I oh. think it was maybe the second van was the. Oh okay. Yeah. All right. Let's no, check it out. was the Noise Mobile because the second one was the Noise Mobile 2.0. Okay, I, I do remember that. Oh, that's right. Because my car, I had a, I had a 2000 Buick. That was, was called the Nathan, the, the Nathan Mobile. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Real original. Yeah. Thank you. So I had to name it. Okay. Let's check out the wonderful incentives you got oh. if you uh, donated to our Kickstarter. I have not seen these So in our 10 goal years. was $2,000. <laughs> we, we couldn't raise two grand between the 11 of us. <laughs> That's right. Two grand. Two grand. I raised a thousand for myself. I think that I was about you guys. If I remember correctly, like we made it a goal for everybody to bring a thousand dollars each. Yeah, which is, <laughs> which probably would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean but, for 2013, that was that was decent money. Yeah, yeah. And then we wanted two thousand dollars more for like emergency crap. I don't fucking know. Sorry, right, I was checking the wonderful incentives. If you donated a dollar, you get a personal thank you from each band. <laughs> thank welcome. you so thank much. Thank you so much for the dollar. <laughs> no, I really appreciate. If you did, if you were one of the donating people to this time, we really do appreciate it. One thousand dollars <laughs> in twenty thirteen is uh, about thirteen hundred today. So it's great. Whole three hundred dollars more. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see a lick of this money, by the way. Well, yeah, because you came on your own accord. That's right. <laughs> no, it was, pre- it, it was a focus. I was pretty sure, like we asked you if you wanted to come, but we we're like, you need to pay your own way. Because <laughs> yeah. do you remember the conversation at all when he asked you? I do. Well, no, and originally I wasn't going to go. I remember this, yeah. Because I was dating a person who was not nice to be, That's to put it right. lightly, and threatened me not to go, basically. Oh, really? That sucks. But then we ended I'm up sorry. breaking up, luckily, like a month before the tour happened. So You're I was like, like hey, is it, is it cool if fellas. I still go? And you guys were like, yeah. So I fucking like just worked a shit ton of Fred Meyer, like saved up all this money. Oh, man, I remember that. I went to my boss, was like, Hey, I'm gonna leave in like three weeks for a month. I know you already made the schedule, but and they were just like, they were just like, well, that sucks, but okay. And I like, I didn't get fired or anything. I got just got to come back and keep working my job when I came back. So sick, you know, suck for them, but you know, hey, it all that, worked out in the end. Out. See, the difference is that I told them the day before, and you give them like some. I give them a couple weeks, you know. Yeah, I mean, like people give two week notices as for quitting. You That's gave true. them more of notice. You know what I'm saying? No, but, just but hey, gone, yeah. I'll be back, but I'm yeah. gonna be gone for a month. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I didn't know out. that. That's cool. Yeah. See, see, uh, the spaghetti gods above have a plan. I that's suppose. Right. Goddamn right. All right. So, uh, one dollar. We got a nice thank you. And if you, like I said, I read. I said this earlier, but if you did donate to this at the time, we, we really thank you. I, thank you. Yeah. Like, I don't want to diminish. Yeah. This at all, no. battle. We really do appreciate it if you did. It's just silly that that we <laughs> had the thought to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you if you donated, like, the like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you donated five dollars, your choice of a digital copy of either Noise Brigade's new EP or the Harlequin State. That's ba- right. We had backers sh- zero. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Well, it made more sense because the ten dollar one you got both, so it made oh. more sense for people to get that one. <laughs> be so mean to be like, well, I actually, only want yeah, Harlequin that just State. means everyone like both of you guys, you know? Yeah. yeah. I remember too. This is we had we had not released pros and cons yet, right? We had written we had written a lot it and recorded it, yeah. it. Yes, but we did only released one song, and then when we got back from the store, we we're going to do like a release thing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think the Harlequin State's EP had come out that time too, which I recorded. Good for you. Thank you. Must be nice. It was nice. Whoop whoop. 
It was Moses, the one with those, me and Josh. Those Tyler Dobson bass drops, or is that the one before? Those are the one that sounded good. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mix it, but I recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, if you donated twenty dollars, you get both EPs and your choice of one shirt from either band. For twenty bucks, that's not that's bad. Not bad. I actually. mean, that was back when you guys had crappy shirts, though. Our shirts yeah. weren't that bad. We had the coffin one. Remember the coffin one? Yeah, that, that was a good was, one. That one kind of sucked. I still have it. Honestly, it's in my drawer. If it sucks so much, why do you still have it? For the memes. So that means you still like it in some way. I guess. Liar. It would have been better if it wasn't gray. Because it was gray, and then the text in the coffin was black We lines. had two versions of that shirt, though. It was we like had the really gray one gray. and the white version. The white one was cool. But you had that one had stains. Mm. Poop stains. Still right. better than the ones you guys did for that 36 show at the Alaska Airlines Center, where you just steamed the fucking oh we'll get to that oh yeah and that was that was a decision made <laughs> not very lightly and we had we had a bunch of those left over we'll, we'll get to it we'll yeah okay to it. <laughs> if you donated 40 dollars you got both EPs and a choice of two shirts from either band so you paid so 20 bucks for two. <laughs> <laughs> make it make sense that should have been 30 bucks oh my god all right 60 dollars you get the suit you get a super merch pack which includes but not limited to eps shirts stickers wristbands etc what the fuck was etc we throw an oatmeal in this yeah. damn thing was this, we, we didn't have our water bottles yet did we <laughs> no oh my god we'll get to, that. to fuck that the water bottles <laughs> all right water we'll tasted to. like ass out of those things whatever because <laughs> it, it was our ass water. number 85 oh, sorry number 85 if you donated 85 dollars why 85 what a weird fucking number. yeah what the fuck 85 dollars you get the super birch pack and our singer's mom will make you a home-cooked meal did we talk to her about this <laughs> i don't know <laughs> probably not. i do remember her doing being a pretty good cook so it probably was yeah worth it. And she yeah. was very supportive so. yeah that yeah she that woman could cook that's yeah. for sure if you donated a hundred dollars, you get the super merch pack, and Doug will write you your own acoustic song and post on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> what backer? Who was it? Uh, doesn't tell me. Did you ever write that song? I don't know. I probably owe them a song. You wow. probably you had to have done it. I feel like we would have probably got sued or something. Yeah, to do. But yeah. it's not on YouTube though. Yeah, I'm gonna be like on the Noise Brigade YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe somewhere. I wrote. I remember I wrote you a song. That's right. If we were the person that wrote you the song, please email us. Yeah, <laughs> I really. If 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 you can find it, that would be wonderful. And if I never did it, then I am so sorry, and I'll do it we for you right now. Like, I, feel like, I had to. I feel yeah. like Kickstarter is legal. You're legally obligated to fill this. I mean, that's probably yeah. only if someone like complains though. Maybe they just like didn't get it. Like, ah, I feel I like I would it. complain if I donated a hundred dollars and to get what I wanted. I would start complaining. Yeah, know, maybe they're just really nice. I don't know, Kevin. You're too optimistic about that. <laughs> Forever the optimist. For $150, you get the super merch pack. Everything's merch. Yeah. We didn't <laughs> and, have anything else. And Thomas will take you on a date and make you dinner. He's a good looking man. Yeah. <laughs> and he can God. cook. Yeah. Yeah, there's one backer to this. Probably, Probably his girlfriend. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right. $200, you get the super merch pack. Uh huh. It's <laughs> just. Super merch pack. I don't know where I fuck go. And both bands will take you to play mini golf. We have one backer for this. Who was it? Like, can't, it, doesn't it doesn't tell it doesn't me. Say. Damn, <laughs> I wish I had a login for you this. Pr- yeah, you probably have to log into it. Yeah. Do you guys remember taking anyone to, anyone to mini golf? I do remember taking somebody to mini golf. Yeah, that sounds, that does sound that sounds right. Yeah. If you were the person we took to mini golf, please email us. Did we win? <laughs> I better. I fucking suck at mini golf. Uh, 300 super merch pack. And a whole day's worth of general labor. <laughs> this is probably Luke's idea. <laughs> I'm glad no one backed this because I hate general Me labor. Me too. <laughs> I don't want to mow your fucking lawn. <laughs> I hate getting sweaty. All right. 
for five hundred dollars. You get a slap upside the head. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? You get a- you get access to any show of either a band's play for free for two years, and your choice of which band to write, record, and dedicate an entire song just for you. There's one backer for this. Hmm. Huh? How would you relegate if they got? In freeing the show, I don't know. Like, what if you didn't have control I, maybe, over maybe, that? Maybe they just got a guest, like guest spot, yeah. or something like that. They did have a backer. I wonder who the backer was. I don't know. It doesn't I think, tell I me. think our parents. Um, I think our parents probably contributed to some of this. Maybe if you were the person, I didn't. I don't remember writing a song to anybody. So maybe they chose the Harlequin State. By the grace of God above, it did get. We did reach our goal. We, yeah, we went over by $61. for 19 backers. Damn, so crazy. to the 19 people that donated, thank you so much thank for being you. a part of that. Unfortunately, as we, the story continues about this, probably <laughs> one of the worst tours of our entire lives. It only, it only gets worse from here. Oh, dude, I forgot. With the van, too, we also had to like, figure out the title and all that stuff. Do you oh, remember that shit? God. And the insurance? Real quick, we'll get into this real quick. So the van we had at the time, your dad, for some reason, I don't... Who knows what could happen? But your dad bought the van that, and it didn't have a title. Yes, that's right. So that was the biggest hurdle at the time, trying to like figure that out. And I, I always joke about being in this band. I learned a lot about being an adult of how insurance works. Absolutely. And how, how any of that stuff worked. This was a big time when I learned how titles worked. And yeah. What you have to do with the DMV in order to get in order to get a title. God, even the dealer at the time, the, the dealer was some weird shady guy, too. Yeah, like, it was like my dad's friend from Yeah, but it was like, it was a weird business that he ran. And, he, and he, every time he came to it, was like, do you have the titles? Like, still working on it, still working on it. Like, And it was like getting close. It was point. getting close. And it got to a point where, like, I had found out that you can get a reconstructed title if you did this or something. So I went up to him, like, hey, man, can you just give me this paperwork so I can just go do this myself? Mm-hmm. God, man, that was a pain in the ass, too. And stressful. Very stressful. And, and we had to get insurance on it and everything. That, that was probably easier, right? The insurance is way easier yeah. on, yeah, to do that. And I only insured, <laughs> we'll get to this, but uh, I only insured me and Luke under the name. That's why only you guys That's drove. That's why me, so. Well, because you didn't have your license anyway. No, I didn't. But a couple people have their license. I probably could have just had the other people drive, but I don't know why I was just so paranoid and just like scared this entire trip where I, so me and Luke were the only people that are driving. On this entire tour, I didn't get my license till I was twenty-one you didn't years get old. Driver's license, driver's license till yesterday. <laughs> Fucking nuts. Which was two years, two days after, ago, two years after this tour. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but we'll get more to that in a bit. So we have everything ready to go. Let's go ahead and go down memory lane and look at the poster. We decided to call this tour the Northern Lights to City Lights Tour. I had a better name for it. Tour de Pants. Tour de Pants. <laughs> it should have been called. <laughs> That would way funnier. I think that was the. I think were you guys serious about that? Yes. Okay. That's what I, I thought. thought. Okay. Way I felt funnier. like that was like a. I thought it was a joke, but I felt like it was a serious no, thing on some people's side. I made it up. It was funny. <laughs> was it tour two pants or tour, no, tour dip, dip, like tour de France, but tour de pants? Uh, <laughs> that would have been better. Yeah. So I think right. it happened right around the same time. Tour de France happens. Oh, that, okay. I have no oh, idea. Okay. That's I think the that bike joke, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. But this one would have that been That is pants. a great joke. Yeah. That would way funnier. That's that would more, that would more noise brigade on brand kind of thing. Maybe for the Harlequin State would have been. Yeah, it's funny because Harlequin State is they're just as goofy as we were, but they were like a more serious. They band, were. You know? Like I, I, can't, I can't really stretch that enough to like. We, yeah, we were like on stage being like, ha, ha, <laughs> Harlequin State were pretty much the same kind of deal, but but they were on stage. They were serious. Very all business. Very yeah. all business. And, and their all, songs were a lot more like emotional and heavy and shit. Well, like, like our too. songs were emotional, yeah. but like also, well, they were playing serious music. Like, yeah. I 
<laughs> you can still play that kind of music, still be goofy. I yeah. Think that's what I mean. Music counterparts? Yeah. Yeah. So shit like that, I don't know. Yeah. But it's just funny how like those two dynamics. Are, like, yeah. Similar, yeah. but not the same. Yes, sir. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we met th- we met them at a uh, Deuce Fest. Really like properly met them and hung out with them a lot at Deuce Fest and we played a lot of shows with them in Anchorage and stuff. And we became very we we became very, very close friends. Josh and Alberto are still like two of my best friends to this day. I play in a band with them still. Mm-hmm. Awesome guys, love them. So let's look at this. Northern Lights and City Lights Tour. Um, yeah, the name doesn't really hold up. I would have preferred the Tour de Pants now that you mentioned it. I'm telling you, dude. All right. Let's go down memory lane I think here. Thomas made this poster. That's not Probably, bad yeah, he was like all into graphic design. And shit. Yeah, not yeah. a bad looking poster at all. Uh, I like how it says with support from Family Tree and Neck Deep Media. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give us any money. <laughs> well, I think Family Tree helped with some. I think Family Tree. Oh, that's right. She that's right. You're right. You're right. She might have helped with the Portland show. That's right. She that did. Right. Okay. I, yes. I see support. I think they didn't give us any money. <laughs> yeah. They but definitely no, no, no. supported I, it. There was a. Let's touch on this for a real, real quick thing since all three of us can relate to this. One of the greatest promoters of all time in Alaska. Absolutely. It's Miss Sarah Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. Peterson. Make sure I got the, the goat. Last the goat. The queen of metal. Noise Brigade, one of the, it's been, always been hard through our career to trust anybody outside of our inner circle um, to do anything. Because in the, in, you know, in the beginning, we were very trusting to people, and yeah. we got fucked. And we got fucked. Mo- most of the time. Sarah, one of the few um, promoters in Alaska or any time outside of the band that we needed to help with something always came through for us nothing I, I don't have I don't think anybody has a single negative thing to say about Sarah yeah I don't no, think Sarah's so. the best yeah, she's like, actually the best before I met y'all like I would like flyer for her shit like or like sell tickets right. for the shows and then she's like get me into the show and like met, let me meet the bands and shit yeah it was family like, tree street team for real on god yeah no great wonderful woman very sweet we love her and she helped us so much our time in Alaska. She helped put together our last show. When we came back to Alaska, she paid for our plane tickets to have a show. Yeah. And anytime we needed help with something, she always came through with us. So one of the only... I can only count on my hand people we, we have trusted how like outside of our band to, to get something done. That have really come through that for have, us. That have come through. And Sarah's on that list. Yeah, so. I'd say Absolutely. Sarah Peterson, like Helen Fleming, are like two yeah, of like Helen's the, also incredible. Like the biggest supporters of like, yeah. the Oscars. So, yeah. so Sarah, if you're listening, we appreciate everything you've done for us. And yeah. I hope you're doing well, and we love you. Yeah. Um, Neck Deep Midia. I can't say the same because I can't remember. <laughs> I remember that name. I don't remember what the fuck uh, that this, was. This guy Tyler. He was. He really. He ran like one of those. Um, one of those like blogs. That's uh, right. Okay. Yeah. He's a nice reason, guy. He's cool. Okay. Robert. I remember that. I remember that. He was like a college yeah, guy. Exactly like that. College guy. He just did a bunch of blogs on his thing. So I think he helped support the tour, just like doing a bunch of like articles and stuff. For I us. think you're right about that. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, then I've corrected. There was support. There we appreciate that too. We should have put with support from these two, and then all of you <laughs> stink. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> all right, so let's go down memory lane here and see uh, if we could uh, try to remember as much as we can. So actually, before we go to the poster, let's talk about the drive. First tip when traveling on a tour: don't convoy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we had we had to make it so that we were always together at all times. Yes, almost. I think the biggest reason why we did that is because I don't think a lot of us had smartphones. No, right. we didn't. No. Yeah. Or if we did, we didn't have like didn't have service. Yeah. So we had a van. Harlequin State had a van, and then the and then um. And then oh, and the, Kyle had a trailer too. With Kyle his van. had a trailer with all our gear, so that helped a lot. All our gear was in that trailer, and then the, our merch friends and Kevin was part of that was in the small Ford. <laughs> Car that was stick, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was yeah. It was so three a three car convoy staying together at all times. Terrible idea. Don't do that. First of all, what happens to you in the traffic? 
Right. You're going to get separated. It happened all the time. Yeah. And Especially the, in Portland. Yeah. It happened all the time. Oh, it's hard to communicate that. Well, I think we had radio. We had radio. We had radio. We had, I right. bought radios at Fred Meyer. That's right. Yeah. Walkie talkies, which I guess helped, but like. It was Actually, fun, no, too. No, I think no, I didn't buy the Rocky Talkies. I think Tristan Burton gave us That's the Rocky right. Talkies. Oh, Shout out I Tristan. Know that. I don't know. I it's just it's just it feels on like just thinking of how to keep all that together. Just pick a place to meet and do we'll, that. Like, right. We'll just do. That's what we should have done. Just check or like down the line when we just got the tours. We should just like. All right, we'll see you guys in Seattle. See you in Denver. Yeah, yeah like like that's what we should have done. Yeah. But obviously, it would make like thinking about it now. Like, that's obviously, like why the fuck would I stop? Like, yeah, like do that. Oh, you're stopping at the loves. Oh, we got to stop now, or like, yeah. I don't know. I think it's also like we're all friends, so you know, yeah, we're all I like understand being that. It together. You know, I understand yeah. that aspect, but like when we as we toured more, and then looking back on this, like, man, I would be so fucking annoyed. Yeah, about, if, when, we tour, when we tour with like Wired for Havoc and, and like, Everland, yeah. we were always just like, all right, see you in Oklahoma or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, what else so that number? yeah, that's lesson number one. Yeah, it's like it's fine if you're like on a lot. Like in Canada, kind of made sense, you know, to do it together. Yeah, that was but, the thing too. I I wish we we should have booked a show somewhere in Canada. In like, I don't in know like, why like, we didn't. So it was a two. It's a two. It's about a forty-eight hour drive to get from Alaska to the border of Bellingham or something, Washington. Yeah, or something else, something along that lines. I remember hearing something about like um, at this time. Can't there? There was like. It was hard for American bands to play in Canada because of some weird like legality with selling merch or something as somebody from a different country. I have I do remember having some friends like we played some um, with some bands from Canada. They said they've always said it's easier for the for being from Canada and playing in the states is way easier than a band playing from the U- U.S. playing in Canada. Yeah, I've heard that. All I don't the, really know all the, the details visas are. and like on like the taxes or something the fuck you or something kind yeah. of weird way i'm not really i'm not too diverse into that but i'm sure it's probably does suck maybe this big like overhead charge or something something like that but i remember I, they do like i would have broke counts. the law though i would have probably just oh, done it for yeah. or, like just do take everything as cash so it's not traced to like play yeah. somewhere like yeah. rock and roll baby yeah i remember them doing like merch like hear about hearing about people doing like merch counts and stuff and like all that shit it's like hide hide something under your yeah under the under the under the seat. Yeah, I don't remember being too much of a problem getting through the border. We're just like, we're just trying to, we we're honest. We're like, yeah, we're in a band. We're just trying to. I don't think they even checked the trailer. They didn't. They're just I like, mean, all right. just through. Yeah, yeah. These guys are dorks. My yeah. biggest gripe about Canada was we found out the McDonald's there had blueberry pies. So we stop at the first McDonald's we see to get a fucking blueberry pie. And dead horse. Yeah, dead white horse. horse. Whatever. What? White it, white horse. I think it's white horse. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't matter. We get to the McDonald's. I'm like in line to order. Kyle is in front of me. He gets whatever the fucking blueberry pie. I go up next. I'm like, I'll get some nuggets and a blueberry pie. And they're like, oh, we just sold the last one. You got to be <laughs> Kyle, fucking kidding me. Kyle took the last fucking blueberry <laughs> pie. Split it I you? never got to try the blueberry pie in Canada. Kyle, if you're listening, you owe Kevin a blueberry pie That's from right. Canada. I want to split it with you. I no. only split it with you. No. What a dick. Kyle, I expect a blueberry pie via fax by the end of the day. Love you, Kyle. I'll send you my fax number. <laughs> Kevin's only dream of being a ki- first time Kevin ever been in Canada, and he wanted a blueberry pie, and you failed that Soiled dream. Soiled it. Soiled it. So the entire trip was kind of busted. Yeah. The, so the first strike of that thing was you not getting the pie. That's right. Oh, the first of many strikes. First of many strikes. We should have a countdown. How about how many? All right. How many strikes so far this tour is? All right. First strike. Kevin did not get the blueberry pie. Kevin fucked it up. That's right. One. All right. So another thing. I love that you can hear that. In- <laughs> <laughs> Number two. 
So we're driving through Canada. This is also during, um, I don't know if it's like a mating season or some kind of like migration. Oh, the deer <laughs> and the bison. Yeah. I don't like stuff like we went during the time where like the wildlife was just so fucking annoying. Annoying. And like. They're crossing the they're crossing the road. They're like, stopping like just stopping in the middle of the road in herds and shit. Like, what I remember is every time we saw a bison, Luke would go bye, bye son, <laughs> over like the fucking radio every single yeah. time. <laughs> We're also driving in the middle of the night, so that's when the deer would like migrate or whatever. I'm sure there's it was some scary. I'm sometimes. sure there was there's some geographical reason why they do that at night. Science, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, so like I remember like going like twenty miles an hour on the highway, avoiding all these fucking deer and honking to get them all out of the fucking way. I think there's a video somewhere of like Luke and me like yelling like "Get the fuck out of the way!" <laughs> Everyone's like yelling out of the thing. Yeah, that's my thing too. Not only did I mer- do merch, I chronicled the whole thing oh, yeah, too. Did, oh, that's right. I did. I did. I did, I did weekly vlog. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, it has not aged well. Not at all. Yeah. Um, if you would like a link, um, just email us. We'll private it to you. But uh, we're not anywhere public. Yeah. <laughs> God, I remember that. All the fucking wildlife. So, strike two on that. Oh, yeah. Fuck deer. Fuck deer. Um, yeah. Number three. Also, while going through Canada, we're like halfway through the trip. I also mentioned we were also going camping. Oh, right. Kind of, in a, in a oh. weird way. Like, that was a plan, too, to like camp. To the, just, to the border people? or Like, that was the thing. We're like we're going to stay in like hotels or something. We're oh. going to camp and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But... It didn't end up happening. We just kept driving all through the night trying yeah. to get through fucking Canada. And one thing I remember, we're halfway through fucking Canada. We hit this bump. And then I'm like driving with Luke and Luke's like, what's that sound? Oh, Our exhaust, that. like the the coupling or some kind of connection between the exhaust and our engine broke mm. in the van. So we're we're a day into this tour. Shit's tour. We're, not, we're not even to the first day yet because we got to drive two days through it. And this fucking... We already have van problems. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> van problems? <laughs> so, I don't know what it was. It was like some kind of thing that was connecting the exhaust to the engine. So, you can start... Sm- it really wasn't an issue, but you could smell the exhaust in the van. Well, yeah, we'll probably get CO... Like carbon monoxide something poisoning like that. Something. It was like something... Like, it was... I don't know. I'm not a car person, but... Anyway, we had to get this fixed. So, we stopped in like Fort Nelson. I remember this because my last name... <laughs> And we got there like four in the morning in front of like a fucking um, uh, some kind of tire shop or something. I vaguely remember this now. Yeah, I forgot. But we had to, and like it wasn't going to be open for like two hours. I think we stopped at a sub. There's a the only thing nearby was a subway. There was a subway there. Exactly. That was the first time I had Subway breakfast. Good stuff. Not really. It's all right. No, I like it. Taco Bell breakfast. Okay, breakfast tier list: McDonald's S, Taco Bell S. Everything else, I don't care. Moving, Moving on. on. <laughs> <laughs> so we get four in the morning in this auto shop. We had to sleep and wait for it to fucking open. We get it fixed. So this delayed our trip of like what, like fucking eight hours or something. Yeah. So so they could have just kept going. Yeah. That's what you guys. That's what should have happened, honestly. But then we're in it they, together, baby. What would have happened? What would have happened if we were stranded though? True. In Canada. Canada. Well, I don't know. We had AAA. Luke, because Luke, right? Yeah, yeah. But do course. they have that in Canada? Yeah, it works anywhere. It's, 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 no, it's, I don't know. In Canada, it's triple A. I'm sure if we call her, uh, I'm sure if we call her parents, they'd like there is three A's in Canada, though. Saying anyway. So that that was strike three. So we had to get that fixed. Okay. And 
that also I don't remember costing that much actually. It probably wasn't a big. It was thing. like three hundred bucks or something to get fixed. But so, then, so the fucking our Kickstarter came in handy. Yeah, there you go. So thank you to the nineteen backers. Thank God. <laughs> I also remember after it got fixed, the guy was like, "Yeah, the repair should outlast the van." And by God, was he right? <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> man was spitting. <laughs> he knew what he was talking about. So I don't remember many more hiccups after that. Was there any more uh, in Canada? Yeah, that day. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, strike four. We got hungry. We didn't want to stop. So we had brought a bunch of hot dogs. Oh, that's right. And Robin tried to cook them with a lighter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, strike four. I think I ate one just frozen because I was so hungry. Yeah, we would, we would we would we would like you know Calvin like try to cook a hot dog with a with a lighter. So it would taste I think like he got it like like a quarter of the way. Then it just got to right. a point where he's like. I'm out. <laughs> and then we then we did the thing where like we just ate like dry ramen. Oh, I used to do that in school. I've yeah, done kids that. Kids do that in high school. Yeah. It's not bad. So it's cheap. It's like it's like it's like a rich cracker at that point yeah. or something. Oh, and I made. I remember I brought hot dog buns and peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, right. I was yo that I, that one. That's one of the most underrated ways to consume a PBJ is on a hot dog bun. It's so good. I feel like you're doing any kind of bread, my friend. Yeah, I'm just, but you know it's all <laughs> it's it's all contained. You know. Moving on. I mean, you right. could just take two slices of bread and slap. Me. Yeah, but you could take two two slices. The moral of the story is: don't thaw out your hot dogs before I eat them, because eating a eating a chunky dog like that is not great. <laughs> I got a chunky dog for you right here. <laughs> what about what's going on in your convoy? Do you remember anything? <laughs> oh, I just remember reading lots of manga. Oh man, it was great. It must be Good nice drive. for you. I didn't have my license yet. I didn't do any driving. Oh, must be nice. Well, we were- part of that I rode with you guys because I filmed Calvin trying to film or. Cook the fucking hot dog. That's right. Oh, okay, so I got both ways film there. of the the deer and shit. So I spent some time in that van. I remember. I think we swapped a lot. We would all like swap yeah. vans. Yeah, you were able to swap between all three. Yeah, I, I think sometimes like Doug would like go to the Harlequin State van, and then like Thomas would go in the Noise Brigade, and that like we yeah. kind of play like musical chairs. There was one. Right. There's one very special night in which Josh was with the Noise Brigade van, which we will get to. All right, let's. Uh, so we get through Canada. I can't remember much else that any problems along getting to Canada. I remember shitting in a bush. That's, that's not really a problem, though. You've, no, well, you've done a that on many tours. I had a problem with my bowels. Expelled it. That's fine. Moving on. Oh, put this down here for a strike. Okay. So we get to Bellingham, and we're like, man, this is crazy. We've never been here before. Where should we go eat? Jimmy John's. <laughs> it was the <laughs> first time we ever got Jimmy John's. <laughs> I love that Jimmy shit John's. rock, brother. That's not a strike. I just had Jimmy John's huh? yesterday. It's a strike because we, I don't know, because it's a sandwich. <laughs> dude, Jimmy John's rocks. I'm not oh, going to strike it. Yeah, right, that's fine. not a strike, brother. Fine. Whatever. All right, is this a strike? So we all gr- I still remember that sandwich to this day. <laughs> it changes fucking life. You never you forget your first Jimmy John's. That's the Jimmy same John's. Jimmy John's sandwich. I still I got that same Jimmy John's sandwich the other day. Which one is it? It's the fucking uh, the, the number seven. We should drive up to that Jimmy John's in Bellingham one of these days and show mm-hmm. it is our first time. I think I have a picture of us walking around Bellingham that day. I get the number one. Number one? Number What's one? your favorite Jimmy John's sandwich? Email us at mustardandketchup.com. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Johns, if you're listening to this, sponsor James us. James Jonathan. I also remember when we got to Bellingham, um, we all stunk. Her, certainly. Oh, I remember, yeah. I, this is not a strike. If anything, it's a good time. Um, we uh, we found a YMCA, and right. we all uh, paid $5, and we all took a shower together. It's all like a communal shower. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Most of us kept our boxers on, huh? I think. I, I was think- naked. Yeah, you were naked. I'm pretty sure our Joe was naked. Yeah. Anybody that kept their boxers on are losers. Okay. Yeah, so if you kept your boxers on, strike for you. All right. We're all just bros just trying to have a shower. There's nothing wrong with that. We went in there smelling like balls and butt and ass. And, and we came, came out, out smelling, smelling like delicious. Yeah. Yes. So 
gravely needed that after four days. Uh, all right, let's go through our tour flyer. So once again, we mentioned the beginning of this. We were gone for a month and played only 11 fucking shows. <laughs> Actually, I was looking at an old poster. That's 12. This one is 12. Okay. Even worse. Well, still, like... And, like, two of those were in Alaska. Yeah, so we actually played only 10 shows out, I think of, the, out of state. I think the one when we left was in Alaska, and we came back, there was one in, there was yes. one in Fairbanks. But for some reason, we put, it on, we put them on the tour flyer. That's right. I mean, technically, like, I don't know. You know? Yeah. yeah. June 1st, the Valley Metal Fest in Palmer, Alaska. Which I think only Harlequin Slade played. Only Harlequin Slade played that. So Ooh. we they had played that. We met them in Palmer, and then as soon as they were done playing the show, we started our wonderful drive through Canada that we yep. just talked about. All right. The first actual show was an acoustic show on June 6th in Tacoma, Washington. And that is when we met our good friend, Mr. Phil from Tacoma. Yeah. Phil from Tacoma. What a guy. Yeah. If you're listening to Phil, hope you're doing well. He was, he's, I think he, he helped book our shows for a while. Yeah. He was always a good contact, always a good person. And he helped us a lot. I think um, he was one of the first uh, people out of Alaska that was straight edge that I was like, oh my God. That's you're, right. You're, uh, I so. think Luke has a story where, like, I think so, Phil offered him a beer or something, mm-hmm. and then Luke was like, "Oh, I, I don't drink." And, and then he's like, oh, and Phil's like, "Oh," and he goes and grabs him like two Mountain Dews and like, "Here you go, buddy." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Luke was like, "Yeah, yeah." Not now Phil's, <laughs> Phil's cool. Yeah, yeah, but great guy. Um, they were part of this um, community, if I'm not mistaken, called the Tacoma Pirate Punks. Yeah, there was. It was just a thing where it's like. They have like, from what I heard, they had chapters all over the states and all over the world where they just help bands get shows. Yeah, I could be wrong on that. If you were part of that, we weren't punk enough to actually be part of it. I don't think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was cool. That was like a part of a like community. Yeah. I, I have a vague memory too that Phil found out about our band because one day he was like to his friend, he's like, "You would be a cool band name, Noise Brigade." It's just funny he says that how much we talk shit about yeah, our band name because of, of the Mighty Mighty Boston song. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. So, and then he looked us up and there, holy shit, there it is—a band from Alaska. So. Yeah, but yeah. So this was an acoustic show. Um, I don't remember. I remember this show being okay. I think it was, right. it was a house show because I think I it was had, at a house. I think I have video of this. I yeah. remember that we covered a story so far song. That's right. What song? What song? Four was that? years. Oh, I like that I song. Think, no one yeah. else likes that song. I like it. It's a great song. I, I think it's one of, a deep, one of the deeper cuts on that album, yeah. you know, but I think it's a great song. Yeah. And, but it was, I remember show bringing okay. It was, just, it was kind of a close-knit. you guys just like played on a couch. Yeah. yeah. It was like a close-knit thing. And then people were like kind of walking in around, uh, in and out of the house and stuff. We were, yeah. In a certain, we kind of felt like almost background music, which was cool. It was yeah. kind of like the vibe, you know, but yeah. people were there. It was it's kind of funny. I, Harlequin State did that too. <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny that they did that because Alberto. Well, it is works because Alberto's a great singer, a beautiful voice, which is very disappointing to me that in his current bands now he does not sing anymore. Yeah. I've been telling actually, Alberto for years to bring back the singing. Actually, yeah. we have a new song where Alberto sings. Oh, he's finally bringing yeah, it no back. longer. I'll show you guys later. That's awesome. Good for him. I'm glad that's coming back. Yeah. I've, I for some reason one of you guys told me like he was kind of done singing or something. He was for a while. Um, but yeah, we have a new song. You um, need, 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 the world needs to know that man's voice. Right? It's beautiful. and if he doesn't let that world know, I will. I will bake him know. And it's so funny because like he could kill him. He can, <laughs> Al, uh, Alberto can shred like the flamenco like acoustic guitar, but he can't play electric guitar for the life of him. <laughs> it's so, so funny. funny. Yeah, that's this, true. He is an anomaly. <laughs> I he's, love a, him. He's, he's, a, he's an idiot savant. Yeah. <laughs> he's a sweetheart. I love him. <laughs> We're also staying at our friend's sister's house. Yeah, which was a wild, wild time. Wild we, time was the only time on this tour where we actually kind of felt comfortable. Yeah. Because we had access to a shower and a TV. And I remember we had one night where we all watched Pokemon the first movie. That's right. I, I just got it on eBay 
like right before the tour. eBay, he says. That's this right. Is when, <laughs> before streaming. Right? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> this is when we, we came up with Argel going times uh, whatever, you know, like I'm going yeah. times 10 or whatever. Well, yeah, because I also, because when we first got to Coma, this was when Attack on Titan first came out oh. and the new episode was out and me, Thomas, and Argel all really wanted to watch it. And so we made you guys all watch it with us. I do not remember this. I do, because I was really stoked. <laughs> it was a highlight of the tour. It was great, yeah. Yeah, we had Wi-Fi too. So like, it was really the only time on... It was the first and only time on the tour where we felt kind of comfortable. Certainly. And after that, kind of just went... <laughs> yeah, God bless our friend's sister for letting 11 rambunctious guys yeah. sleep. 12, whatever, however many rambunctious guys sleep on her floor. Yeah, it was gnarly. Nice place. Yeah. June 7th, the Bomb Shelter, Tacoma, Washington. This is a house show. Yes. So this is the first show we played full band. I remember uh, this being good. I do remember being good. There's also um, the... F- you remember the band... Guys, remember the band, the Holophonics? Yes. Dude, that band rocked. They were a ska I saw band. their CD. They cover were, yeah, cover ska band. Yeah, they're well, they're, they're they play original. Now. They have their yeah. own, a lot of their own stuff. Yeah, I think, but they did. A, they have a bunch of also songs that they do a bunch of covers. Yeah, like I think they also had a. Tr- like, they, I forgot they had a couple songs where like they tribute to Real Big Fish, but like it's their own song. Really? Like if that makes sense? Like, yeah. Like they have it's a song like an called, homage. Yeah, I guess like homage. Like they had a song called "I Want to Sell Out." Yo, and like yeah, they would yeah. like take shit like that, like make their own songs out of it. That's kind of cool. That makes any sense. Yeah. Like, was that the same show as No Tide or was that later? That was that later. Was, that, that was, was later. later. I can remember. That yeah. was the next show. show. That band rock. Yeah. yeah. Right, so I, that was a highlight. Remember that? Um, we'll I remember that being... Oh, wait, someone got naked at the show, didn't they? Yes. I have a vague memory. Yes. I saw a penis. Yeah, there was a wiener. Um, <laughs> I've, I'm certain of that. I don't remember who it was, but I remember seeing seeing a pud, and uh, <laughs> I do not remember this. It was like it was like one of the like the band, like one of the headlining bands. I remember like got really rowdy at the end. Yeah, one of the punk bands. One I remember. I did not. Well, I did not actually reiterate. I did not see the penis. I remember you knew there was a penis. Yeah, there. Luke coming out, and he's like, dude. The band in there just got naked. Penis, I mean, I, I penis was flying. I remember going in and being like, oh, shit. <laughs> I got to see this. <laughs> I did. But I don't, yeah, I remember that being about a show. I, I think we played second or first or something. Yeah, I think so. So the crowd was just kind of like checking us out, arms crossed kind of deal. Yeah. I can only imagine. That's all you can ask for, yeah, honestly. I can only imagine it might have been kind of awkward for the Harlequin State. Yeah. Being in that kind of environment and not. Like, they were the odd one on that bill. Like, we were a pop punk band. They were playing a bunch of punk bands, which I, could still fit. But, like, they have a metalcore band, like, playing th- with all these bands, I too. I think, unfortunately, a lot of these shows kind of skewed on the pop punk side. They did. So, that's... Not well, all of them, but most not, of them. Yeah. Like I said, logistical nightmare. So, yeah. you know, on that side, yeah, probably we got the better end of that stick on most of these shows yeah. on, a, on that kind of thing. So... Well, like I said, you live and you learn. Maybe that's why they haven't toured since. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Uh, let's go. All right. Uh, June 9th. So two days later, <laughs> we play El Corazon in Seattle, Washington. This is a good Great show. venue. Great venue, which we still played. We still played for years. Yeah. Like when we moved to Portland, we would play there every almost every every month or something when we played to Seattle. Yeah. Great venue. It was one of the. It's like um, I don't know. It's like the. It's like the Coots. Yeah, uh, it's it's good size venue. A lot of 
not big big bands, but it's like if you're like an up and coming band, that's just it's like a tour. It's like a tour dude, stop. Yeah, I saw Knock Loose play there a few years ago. Are yeah. you serious? That shit, dude. The, and that venue rocks because like I remember seeing like the security dude like in the pit like moshing to Knock Loose. Oh, um, one thing about about El Corazon is it's one of those venues that has two stages. And I, we played on the smaller stage. That yeah. was that was all I really thought of of it for a long time. And we did play the main stage once. One time, yeah. And we did play it one time, so we finally did it. Yes. <laughs> so I think that was right after I moved here too. I remember, I remember, yeah, yeah, I think I went up with you guys for that one. Yeah. That's right. That was cool. So, yeah. I think Boop. it was like that in the home team, I think. We, it was I, like, it was like a mini festival. Yeah. We played and it like was. it was a thing. But yeah, but uh we played the small side and that's where we met No Tide. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember the bands that played the show, it was No Tide, Deviance, which is like a they were like a melodic hardcore that's band. That's right. And then there was another band that was gonna play, but they didn't called Elude. Do you remember that? They sounded like Blink One Eighty Two. I don't remember that. They were they were good, but like I think we um they were going to play the show. And oh, they, like, they think some of the dates didn't work out. Yeah, some of them didn't. They were actually going to play a couple of shows on the tour with us, I think. Yeah, but it just didn't, it just didn't, didn't work out. Yeah. Um, I remember the show. It was more like more bands, more fans kind of show. Yeah. Not a lot of people there. It was mostly just the bands. But We're it just, felt good. You know, yeah, I it, was, it was fine. I don't remember. I don't remember it being great on the aspect of it doing to anything to us much besides seeing other bands like that. Yeah. That was the first band I, like, I saw like, oh man, a, a local band like us or like, or a working class touring band like us, and they were. I this think were they touring too, or were they from? They Seattle? were because they were from Nebraska. That's right. Okay, yeah. 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 I'm I still friends I, with. Their, I saw their CD. I'm still friends with their guitarist Shane on Facebook. Yeah, I could be wrong. I think it's Nebraska. I could be wrong on that. I think you're right about yeah. that. If I'm wrong, correct me. All right. So after that, we make our trek up to Portland, Oregon, and play Slab Town. That yeah. shit sucked. I will never forget that day we first got to Portland. <laughs> I get out of the fucking. So I already have bad allergies back. Hey, thanks for listening to part one of that. Part two will be out next week, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Once again, thank you again for listening. We really, me and Doug really do appreciate it. It's really cool that a lot of you guys are tuning in. But yeah, next week will be part two. There's more to come. A lot more crazy stories on the store. Um, thanks again. Appreciate it. Later. Later.